0: everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Define University podcast. So, so excited to be here today. And it's not just me today. Um, I have a very special guest, one of my most absolute favorite people in the world. Uh, Jillian Bois, is joining us from Florida. Um, and I'm up here in New York in the freezing cold. Jillian, how is it by you? Hey, It is still cold. It's 36 degrees this morning. Yes.
1: And my husband came back from walking the dog and he goes, Jill, he goes, there is frost on the
0: roof what Don't <laughs> no, say it isn't so right and I was gonna say I'm, I'm glad you threw the temperature in there because I was gonna ask for the comparison it's 30 here so we're not all that different all the way up in New York but it is sunny I will I will say that today we have the sunshine which is a beautiful thing so not a um, cloud in the sky yeah <laughs> But I am so excited you're here. Thank you for jumping on the podcast with me. I'm excited to dive into some things. But before we begin, just how are you? What's up? What's new? What's going on?
1: Yeah, it's 2023, Lindsay. Like how the heck did that happen? I don't know. These years, they just fly. And goodness. Yeah. So I'm, you no know, working full time and Mom and wife, and full time. And it just, you know, life never really takes a break. You just kind of keep going. And I always think, you know, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to have some time to myself. And yeah, you know, you just have to honestly make that time happen and take that time. So that's what I'm doing right now, sitting here talking to you. This is my break for
0: the day. I love it. And it's so funny. You bring up such an important concept right and we could talk for hours on this concept we won't but, but i think we could um but i'm i'm actually reading about it in the book i'm reading right now which is this whole like thing that our human brain does like when we set goals right it's 2023 it's, it's january many people are setting goals many people are thinking about okay by new year's eve where do i want to be what do i want to be doing and the the way that our human mind works is when we have this goal right we sometimes self sabotage ourselves from this goal because It's like, once we get there, it's like, we don't allow ourselves to celebrate and relax. We're already thinking like, okay, where am I going next? What's that next thing? And that's exhausting, right? To think about, I haven't even done this first goal yet, but then I'm going to have other goals after. I might as well just stay where I'm at. (laughs) I'm just going to stay right here in my comfort zone. Um, And I'm just curious, kind of, you know, as we head into 2023, um, I would love to love to hear about your word of the year because I know you have a very unique word this year that I think, um especially my audience, but I think anybody listening, will definitely take value from and just kind of like if we can just talk kind of on goals or how you set goals, if you set goals or kind of what that looks like for you as you head into like a new year, a brand new year, right? Yeah, you know, i I love goals. I'm not a
1: fan of resolutions because I'm not quite sure. It just doesn't fit my personality. And of course, you know, that's the way we grew up. What is your new year's resolution? You know, what is it? You know, it's just like, let. you know, what are you giving up for? Let It's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's so hard to define what it is that you want to see for yourself for the whole year. So I, you know, the goals that I set for myself are really small goals. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to set these big, huge goals because I don't want to miss the little wins. And I don't want to miss those little celebrations because those little celebrations are big celebrations. So, yeah. So, okay. So I, I started choosing a one word, um, a couple of years ago when you had a one word seminar, a webinar group, and that I had never heard of it before, but it just struck me. And it was like, my first word was content but it also was content. So same spelling, same word. I don't know if you remember that, that was that first year I did it. And yeah, so I wanted to be content, but I also wanted to create content. So how and I worked that together and that just worked so well wonderfully the details and the intricacies and the way you could just expand on it throughout the year without having to be totally specific last year my word was respondability so it was responsibility and accountability mashed together and i really felt again that that was you know those threads just wove together and through every area of my life you know i don't want to look for just one word or just a simple word I ha- it has to be for me, it has to be a really like complex word. <laughs> so this year, 2023, the word is declutter. And you may think if you're listening, you go, oh, that's an easy word. That was not complex at all. Oh, but I will make it complex for you. So declutter, sure, declutter your home, declutter your space, declutter your garage, declutter your junk drawer in the kitchen. Whatever it is, that's one thing. That's the physical declutter. In my mind, I was thinking, okay, how am I going to turn this and make it more complex to reach other areas in my life? And I'm thinking, all right, declutter my body, mind, and soul. How am I going to make space? Because that's what decluttering is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I looked in a thesaurus. (laughs) It's making space, that space available for other things, those things that are really important to you. So you know, I've started. You know, I always have a fresh journal at the beginning of the year because even though if I only get through three pages of one journal, it's like if it's written in at the beginning of the year, I'm like, Mm-mm, I can't use it. I use another journal. So I get a new journal and I just start, you know, to dump. And every time I need to write something down, it goes in the journal. And part of that is helping me declutter my mind. I'm I'm not holding captive all of those thoughts and all of those things that I'm going to dwell on or think about or process, they're written down. So I can come back to them. I don't have to hold them here. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm decluttering my mind is just getting it out. Um, Even if I wake up in the middle of the night, get it out. It's going down on the, on the paper, carry that thing with me everywhere. Um, And then, you know, your body, how are you decluttering your body? Yes. You're getting rid of those physical things. Maybe it's clothes, maybe it's shoes, maybe you make, Maybe you do make a little resolution not to buy any clothes for a year like I have.
0: <laughs> I, did, I yes. did see that out in the universe. It's out there. I did see that. It is out yes, there. it is out there. Because I felt so
1: shameful of the three cons- construction size garbage bags of clothes <laughs> that I decluttered from my closet and, you know, gave away, thankfully, and hopefully somebody else can use them but I just like, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I, so, you know, so I'm decluttering even the mantra of, you know, oh, I need this. I need right. this. I need this. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need anything else in my closet. If if I do, okay, then I'll have to, you know, use a gift card, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but my my goal is to spend no money on clothes this year. Okay, so so that. And then your, you know, your soul, decluttering your soul. What are those things that are really holding you back from finding who you are or being your true authentic self? Is it getting rid of the perfectionism? Is it getting rid of comparing yourself to, to others' celebrations and others', you know, accomplishments? Is it, well, I'm not as good as, you know, it's just there's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. We have to declutter from our life. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's what I'm trying to do. It's one day at a time. And I know I said, "Oh no," I set little goals for myself. Okay, that's a pretty big. <laughs> that's a pretty big one, but, but within the the one word, there's a lot of little. You know, there's different ways and different paths that it's going to take. So, and it's all going to happen organically. It's not anything I'm forcing. I'm not saying I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's no, how's it going to progress genuinely? How's it going to progress authentically? And
0: I just roll with it. Yeah. I love, I mean, I love so much about all of that. I love just, again, and I love that you brought up that it's that organic process because I think so often, you know, in people I've worked with, just, just even, you know, just people I see, people I talk with it's, it can so quickly turn into something that we force, right? Well, I set this, um, this word. And so, you know, I have to do this, right? And it's one of those, like, anytime we catch ourselves, right, you said it with the word need, right? Anytime we catch ourselves with those, I have to do this, I need to do this, I should do this. We know we're living for somebody outside of ourselves. And it's really, you know, the the easy fix, and I say easy in quotes, because it is easy to do, but it's it's a complex process as well, is to ask yourself, why do I feel like I need it, right? What part of me doesn't feel whole enough right now that that extra shirt is going to fill that, that void or that hole that I'm feeling? And I just, I think it's so important to allow it, like set the intention. And then, you know, we can reflect, you know, each day. And I think the power of the question we ask, right? So it becomes what part of, what part of me was decluttered today? what part of me became. So, so mine this year is not a word. It's a phrase. It's be to become because I found the last year I was living in this like one day phenomenon. Like I was like one day when I'm not so sleep deprived, this will all happen. One day when Kelsey's older, I will do this. And I was living in this one day realm. And I was like, and I knew that wasn't what I wanted. I knew it wasn't serving me, but I was still doing it, because that was just what I, that's the the space, that's the capacity I had. And so now it's that reminder, like to become some future version of myself is all about who I'm going to be today. Who am I showing up as? What choices am I making? What am I, you know, putting into my body? What, how much sleep? What am I, you know, what am I sharing? What am I consuming? All of that. And I think it's so important to break those bigger things down, into those smaller wins as you said before right small wins are the big wins but we're not taught that we're taught to celebrate the big things we're taught to celebrate the new job the the graduation the birthday the the holidays we're not taught to celebrate like i went to lunch with my daughter today like we're not taught to celebrate i put the clothes away (laughs) that i washed right Yet, the, since I've shifted and I do that, and yes, I, I do like mini celebrations when I fold and put the laundry away, one, life becomes fun, right? And it just, it helps build your, your momentum for that. And I just think it's one of those things that when we start doing those simple things, it truly does add up to those, those larger things. Um, so my, my question too is like, okay, so we're, you know, we're 16 days into January, Right. So since you've started this process, kind of what's it, you know, what's come up for you? Like, do you feel like lighter? Like what are the feelings that like you bring into each day because of this focus on kind of, you know, getting getting rid of things to create more space for you and and, and you know what you desire most in the world?
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely opening up a lot of emotions and mm-hmm. a lot of feelings. Um, because Sometimes I just, I am so hard on myself. If I feel like I haven't accomplished enough in a day, um, I'm like, oh man, I still needed to do that. And I really, I got bogged down with this and I was distracted and I couldn't. And so, but I've let myself at the end of the day and I haven't, I like how you said, you know, I'm, I need to reflect at the end of the day. What did I declutter? How did I declutter? Um, And maybe make, you know, write some of those things down because, uh, you know, every day is different, Um, but like, it's, it's so hard sometimes to change. I mean, to really evolve into, yeah, be to become and give yourself that grace. And, you know, the fact that there are some days like yesterday, I, you know, opened up a novel that. I haven't read a book in well over two, three years that is just a, you know, a fluff chick novel that you just can get lost in. And after I had heard your last podcast about the book you were reading and I thought, I would be like that. I just want to read a book. She's reading a book. And I know it was a different book, but at the same time, I'm like, I have time to sit down and read a book. So I read very fast. And especially when it's a novel that is super suspenseful and amazing. So I, you know, I read it and yesterday when I went to bed, I was still a little disturbed because it's kind of one of those psychological thriller books. I probably shouldn't have read before bed, <laughs> but I laid down and I went, dog on it. I've read a book in two days and I'm like pretty proud of myself. I could have done this. I could have done that. I could, you know, I didn't shame myself into the could have or the should you know, I, I got myself to where now, if there's something that I want to do for myself and it's going to help me be a better version of who I'm striving to be, then I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of cleared that path and cleared that way for me to be able to feel okay with taking that time for myself. Mm
0: -hmm. And, and it feels good. Mm -hmm. It really does. Yeah. I, you know, I I mean, I love, I love, we were chatting before we hit record and we were you know, laughing about, about it, but because I, I told, I have done that too, right. I'll watch like the suspenseful movie or the suspenseful TV show right before bed. And I'm like, not the smartest decision I've ever made, but you know, what I think is so important about that is, you know, we've, we've got to learn to be okay with making decisions for ourselves And I I say that and it's heavy, right? I say that. I know both of us, we wear many hats, right? We're both working, we're both moms, we're both wives. I mean, you could go on and on and on with with how you define yourself, right? The identities you live every day. And and those of you listening could do the same thing. The one that we often forget is that we're human beings first. And we get to make decisions based on what we want, (laughs) what we desire. And it's okay to not in the moment, justify and compare it and, and almost put worth, right? Like, yeah. so I have the dishes or I could read a book, which one, which one's more valuable? No. Which one do you want to do? Which one do you want to get done? Because they're both going to get done. And that's, yeah. you know, one of the standards that I just live by is everything's going to get done. And I have to, I, I've learned to be okay. And some days it's easier than others for sure. That, timelines are arbitrary, right? The timeline. Yes. I'm not going to let dishes in my sink for like two weeks. Like that's, that's gross. There's an issue there. Like I got to work through that, but it's like, if I choose to do them at one o'clock or four o'clock, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. In our minds, we say it does. we have to get them Mm -hmm. done now because it's dishes. And for whatever reason, we put more value on dishes or laundry or vacuuming or whatever it is you want to do lesson plan, like any of those things. Rather than, what do I actually want to do right now? And one of the things that I I go back to, one of my, I I call them like anchor statements, right? Like that statement that brings me back to this moment is, who am I making this decision for? Am I making the decision for somebody else? Am I making the decision for, and it could be my family. And it's not to say it's always me, right? I do have a family. I have young kids, especially. Their their needs went out (laughs) 90% of the time. But like today, today I'm off, right? Kaylee's off, my older daughter. Kelsey's at daycare. And I don't feel one ounce of guilt over that because she's cared for. They love her there, right? And I'm able to kind of get back and recenter. Kaylee and I got to go to lunch. I'm here recording with you. Like we get to do the things that kind of relight us up on the days we have. But if I had gotten stuck on, like, well, Kelsey's my daughter i've got to care for her she's got to stay home today she's 7 months old i wouldn't get half the things done <laughs> yeah her needs went out and so it's just being okay i get i guess one being okay with the decisions you make but who's guiding those decisions is really what's so important especially as we head into a year where we are creating goals we're creating momentum we're trying to do the things that maybe we haven't done before which is going to push us outside our comfort zone. So we've got to learn to like embrace the fear that comes with that, but just recognize like, who are you making this decision for? Is it for you or a future version? Or is it from something you think because it's going to get you somewhere, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. It's, it's that whole timeline
1: thing that you were talking about. It's like, who's expecting me to do this at this time? Nobody. Right. I am. Right. So even when, you know, as a content creator and, trying to, I've got, you know, three different contracts with three authors right now that need their book illustrated, which is a wonderful thing, but there's not a timeline for that. I just finished one, you know, a couple of weeks ago and, and got that taken care of. And, you know, there's another one that I have that I haven't started yet. And and in my mind, I'm self-shaming going, oh, You know what? I need to reach out. I need to just say I I just I haven't done any of this yet, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm not ready to start this next project. And if I force it, it's not going to be what I want it to be. It's not going to be what she wants it to be. So it's okay to step back, take a breath, take a few weeks, and you've got other things going on, Jillian. Don't worry (laughs) about what everybody else's time constraints are. Mm -hmm. You know what you can get done today. And you know, you know, what your, your focus is, you know, what you have to get done, but nobody is holding you to anything specific on that timeline. And a matter of fact, I even reached out, I texted the author and I said, Hey, you know, it's just going to be a crazy next few weeks. I'm leaving on the 22nd. I'm going to be out of town for two weeks at conferences. And she's like, why, why are you, don't worry about it. I know you. This is the second book you've done for me. Don't worry about it. And I'm, you know, and I exhale going, huh, okay, I just needed that affirmation. But why did I need that affirmation? You know, we get in that, oh, and that mind battle. So, you know, there are those times we do have to seek, <laughs> you know, that external, you know, those external affirmations that say, okay, it is okay feel what you need to feel, do what you need to do. We'll be okay until we'll take it from there. So, so yeah, no, I get it. And so today I have half a day off and I'm not going to work on illustrations. So I'm going to go sit out in the sun. If it gets a little warmer, take my dog for a walk listen to my audiobook of Prince Harry. Oh my gosh. He reads the book too. So, and that's, you know, that's my afternoon. So, yeah. so I can just go, okay, Jill, don't, don't, no more stop. Mm-hmm. But it's a battle every day.
0: And it, it, I think it's that level of awareness, right? And that's really yes. the case is if you're not aware and we're on autopilot, we do the things we've always done. Which is let me fill my to-do list. This is at least me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me fill my to-do list with fifty things. Let me see how fast I can get the fifty done, so I can add fifty more. Like that. That was my life for years. And maybe fifty is an exaggeration, but it's probably not. Um, <laughs> but I would like do this list. I would get it done because in my head, if you put it on paper, it has to get done that day. Like there's no buffer, and then again, there was no celebration. There was no, it was just like, okay, good. Now we move on and we do more. And that led to burnout, frustration, defeat. I mean, you name it. I felt it. I was living it and I was miserable. Like I I was miserable. And I'm sure the people around me were like, what is happening? Right now? I I don't have to do lists. Like they're, they're gone. I don't use them anymore. And instead it's, you know, I have brain dump lists. I have books of ideas, you know, things I have them written down. That's the difference but you will not find it to do at the top of them anymore because that to me just signifies like, this is not what I want my life to be about. I want my life to be free and I get to choose. And yes, I have things scheduled, right? We had this call scheduled. So of course I'm going to show up because that's, that's what's on my, uh, you know, that's a planned piece, but the rest of it, it's like, okay, I have these ideas for today. Does anything actually have to get done talking about a timeline, right? Is there anything that actually is due tomorrow? no, (laughs) So then I get to decide. So it's, I look around my house, I look at things, I look at my business, I look at work, I look at all the things. And I think, what do I want to do? What, what do I, How do I want to spend my time? And if that's putting on a show, that's putting on a show, right? If it's listening to music, it's listening to music. Today, I woke up in a very productive kind of mindset. So we've been busy just doing things around the house, getting the playroom set up. I cleaned the kitchen, like just things that I'm like, this is amazing, but I'm celebrating every step of the way. I'm practicing gratitude. Like I was in my kitchen today, <laughs> practicing gratitude for the dirty dishes that I'm cleaning because that means we had an, we had such a fun family dinner last night. That's, what, that's why we have dirty dishes, right? And I was practicing this whole like mindset of I can be grateful for it all, not just the good things because there is actually no good or bad. That's a whole other conversation, right? But I just think it's so important to, slow down, which is why I love your words so much because to me that's truly like as you're decluttering, it truly is about slowing down to really become aware of what is in front of you, right? That's at least how I'm kind of taking it. So another kind of question I had is because I know for me for years, anytime I created space, it was like how how quickly can I fill that space up you know and if it's even if it's time, right? If I freed up an, and you because you decide like if I freed up an afternoon, I, you know, how much am I going to add to it? So it's not free anymore. Have you found since kind of declaring this word and practicing this, have you found those moments? And and if so, or, or if, you know, if, if you think you will, like, how do you handle kind of having space and being okay with it? Sometimes it's hard.
1: Sometimes yeah. it is a daily still, but, you know, I like, you know, how you talked about gratitude, because I think you and I both have some of the same people in our lives and our circles that are always talking about gratitude and always talking about, you know, that intentional, you know, thankfulness. And when that appears to be a big part of what you're doing, it almost reframes your whole mindset. Mm -hmm. So when you are, when you do have that gratitude, I am thankful I have, you know, an afternoon do I need to go to the grocery store? Yeah. But do I need? Yes. Okay. There are things that I do need to do, but again, that timeline, maybe I order them online and they deliver them. That's what I'm feeling today. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to honor myself and honor whatever I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And if I'm feeling like I do have a bunch of things to get done and I, you know, I look at my calendar and I have, you know, calendar beside me every day. And I'm like, okay, there are certain things that, must be done this week. And I'm getting ready to travel out of town for a few weeks. So there are things I've got to set up ahead of time, but it does not all have to be done today. Today is not the day to do it. And I'm okay with that. I'm going to honor that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all, I think it's honoring. It's just honoring yourself and bringing yourself. And I know, you know, I talk a lot about joy and talk a lot about joy is not always something that is happy, or it's not always something that is coming from a positive place. You know, when I talk about decluttering, sometimes it's decluttering the negativity. Sometimes it's decluttering the storm <laughs> that I'm going through. It's decluttering the valley that, you know, I just came off the mountain. Now, why am I in this valley right now? Um, and sometimes, you know, it's, it, it is difficult. It's difficult to find that joy and it's difficult to declutter and to but it's almost like you're just picking through everything, getting to the heart of the matter. So, you know, if it's triumphing over tension, if it's seeing harmony from the havoc, it's, Mm -hmm. it's something, so something to celebrate. And that's, yeah, what I think you, you hit that when you said the awareness is key. It is when you're aware of your, emotional health and your mental health. And that's been a big thing for me. I mean, I've, I've had to focus lately on my mental health as, as you have. And once you kind of see that, you know, and and it's truly sad when you look around and you see how many, you know, five and five of us struggle with mental health and emotional health. That's everybody. Mm-hmm. So, and when you see people on the news or you see celebrities and you see people, athletes that are struggling you know, or have, you know, died by suicide, it's like, it's like, man, if they only could have decluttered, (laughs) you know, only could have weeded through the stuff to get to the heart of the matter. Um, so I feel very fortunate, honestly, to be here, to be able to, um, have those intentional times and that, I don't know, it's almost like the ability
0: to see through some of the stuff that's hard to see through. Yeah. I love, I mean. I just think it's so, I think you, you hit such an important piece in, in that it's, it's the process, right? So, so decluttering, weeding out, you know, getting, getting rid, creating space is not about the end result, right? I mean, it is, mm-hmm. but it's not right. It's not about them being able to, you know, um, I don't know, like look at, look at the space and be like, I declutter, right? We'll use the, just the space example, right? It's not that, oh, look, I declutter, I got rid of 10 books. Like that's not, that's the end result, but it's the process you take of like holding each book and saying, what does this mean to me? What, what feeling is this eliciting? You're practicing that emotion, right? That emotional intelligence within yourself to know what is this giving to me? Am I holding onto this for a reason? Or am I holding onto this? Um, Or or am I ready to let go of this, right? And I think it's the process that you learn so much about yourself, which is why it's not one to be rushed or forced. Like, I can't just sit down and like go through things and be like, unless it's something really simple, right? Um, But some of those bigger concepts, especially when we're talking about mental health, physical health, all of those things, it's really that process that is so important to give yourself grace as you're doing it. Um, I heard on a podcast just this morning, and it's a podcast I've listened to for years. It's the Mind Your Business podcast uh, with James Wedmore. And he was talking about time. And yes, it's from a business standpoint, but so much of what he says I I use just in, in my everyday life. And he, for he, it's, I've heard this so often, but it was today was the day it clicked, this whole concept of a relationship with time. And he goes, pretend time is your spouse, pretend time is your partner. How are you having a relationship with them? And do you do the same for your own time? Do you relate to it? Or just, do you just live it? And I was like, It just it just struck me today. Like I was like, oh, like I don't do every single thing my husband wants to do, right? I think, does that make sense for this weekend? Does that make sense? Like, "Mm, I'm not really feeling that for dinner. Let's maybe do something else. Like we have dialogue, we have conversation. Yet for so long with my time, it wasn't that. It was like, if I thought it, I have to do it. And I have to do it now because I, I gave some arbitrary timeline that it has to be done by. And I just it was just one of those aha moments that's like there is no timeline. Like, like, just live your life, Lindsay. Like that was like the message. And you know, we've kind of mentioned it like here and there. Like I, I don't know about you, but I talk to myself quite often. (laughs) I was just going to say
1: that. Like I'm holding it in my head going when she finishes, I'm going to talk about how I
0: talk to myself. (laughs) Please do. do. Because um, I do it all the time and everyone, yeah. I always say it and you get like looks and I'm like, I know I'm, it's okay. Like I'm a little out there, but it's, it's one of the only, not one of the only, it's one of the strategies that has worked time and time again.
1: Talk to yourself, people. Let's oh, it's conversation. awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. And you can, it could be mean to yourself. Like, like you can be like, oh my gosh, I can't yeah. believe you just did that. You know, <laughs> and you don't feel bad about it. So communicate with yourself. Absolutely. And you know, when I hold, did this whole thing about decluttering and that was going to be my word, you know, I I already had Maria Con, Marie Kondo's book and about the magic of tidying up. I think that's what it's called, but I reread it and I went. So now I do talk to myself. So I say, you know, oh, look at this. Okay. Well, do I really, does it bring me joy? Does this cup bring me joy? You know, not anymore. So I'm going to thank it for its service and just, and I, as I am moving through my house, you know, decluttering or whatever I say, well, thank you for your service, but you're no longer needed anymore. And I I'm home alone because I am working from home now. So it's me and the dog and it's just, it's a lovely thing to be able to talk to yourself and to speak out loud and to speak the truth to yourself. And I think that's, the big part of communication when we communicate we want to speak truth mm-hmm. so why do we hold it all in you know when we have something to say so yeah people like you said talk to yourself <laughs> lovely
0: oh i love it and i i'm just laughing because again it's it's i i say it all the time and i think i i think people always think like okay does it really help though so i'm so glad you again you <laughs> validated me in that it does, because we've got to get out of our own heads. Like we are the Ooh. ones that hold ourselves back time and time again. And it took me years to be able to get that. like I was I was yeah. queen of the blame game. Like it's their fault. They're the reason I didn't succeed in teaching. If they had like I, I did it all. I lived it all, but it wasn't until I finally looked in the mirror <laughs> um figuratively and literally, and, you know, really got comfortable with who I saw, if, who the reflection was that nothing really changed. And I just think talking to yourself is one of the simplest ways you can get out of your head because you have that 3D construct. Like you can have just, and you can go crazy with it. Like name that person, right? Like have a different persona if you need to, like whatever it is that you've got to do, um, just makes all the difference. So I think that's so, so important.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've shouted at myself. I've cursed at myself. I've, you know, and it's not like, it's just sit out loud. There is something about verbalizing it and it just gets out and it feels so darn good. So that does not just, you know, that's decluttering your soul. That's decluttering your mind. That's, I don't know. It's been, it's brought me so much peace. So I'm glad I do it when I'm home by myself though, right. because. <laughs> I have done it when my husband's been home and he's like, what, but he's, he has kind of like a hearing problem. So he doesn't hear a lot. So I still can talk to myself when he's home.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. Um, As I've loved everything that we've touched on today. um, So much, just so much amazingness, which I knew, I knew, I mean, anytime we chat, I just love, I take so many things away with me. So thanks so much for, for being here with me today. Um, any last, like what's, you said you're traveling the next couple of weeks. Like what's kind of, what are you most excited about over the next like couple of weeks? What's, what's coming up for you? You are like, what am I not
1: excited about? You know, it's just like, I don't know. I think just having a new year and a new perspective and a, and a new word. Um, yeah, definitely got some illustrating projects. I've got, you know, just, I don't know. I just, and and the interesting thing about, you know, having that whole side thing with, with writing and illustrating and publishing the connections with not just myself, because, you know, I've illustrated my own books, but being able to help other people come out and share their stories and put themselves out into the world and into the universe. And here's their message. Um, has just been this huge revelation that this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not just for me, it's to help other people facilitate, you know, their journey as well. So lots more of that to come. I think um, you've got some projects kind of already in the works, but that's kind of my passion is to really, and it doesn't have to be children's books, you know, it's, it can be, you know, other things. I've got, um, I've got a poetry thing with another author going on and, I, you know, whether it's cards or books or whatever, put yourself, just allow yourself to express yourself however you need to. I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, always been my big takeaway from anything. I've, you know, quit trying to stifle everything and worry about who thinks what, because, we are all on this planet to human together and my goodness, we need each other so much. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So yeah. So traveling projects,
0: it's all going on. I love it. And I I think, I think of all that, I mean, I I love what you do. I love seeing the things that, that, that come out. Um, But you know, one of the things I've been doing in the podcast since it's kind of like re come out in actually a consistent manner (laughs) <laughs> is um defining moments and so something you know you you just added in there you were like what am i not excited about right and i know because i know you i know you truly live this that you do get excited about the the littlest thing and the biggest thing and you know that's my challenge to you listeners is i want you like after you listen to this i want you to go celebrate like at least five things that you might not typically celebrate like and it can be as simple as like I'm going to go brush my teeth. Like I want it to be like the things that are like the silliest thing, like go out of your comfort zone. Cause yes, that's even out of your comfort zone and just practice celebrating and get excited about the little things. That's been kind of my mantra this year is the ordinary things are what make our life extraordinary. And so fall in love with the ordinary things because without those, you don't have the momentum to do the thing, the big things, right. To do those like big audacious things, We don't get there if we aren't celebrating everything along the way. So that's my defining moment. Uh, Jillian, thanks so much for coming on today. I will, everything about Jillian will be in the show notes. So if you're not already connected to her, um, it'll all be listed there. um, The best ways to connect with her. Um, But Jillian, thanks so much for being here. It has been a blast and I'm so appreciative of you. It
1: was like catching up with an old
0: friend over a cup of coffee. So yes, I loved it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, If you listen, please reach out to us. We would love to know kind of your takeaways from the episode, as well as if you do the challenge, if you do the defining moment, um, let us know what it was that you were celebrating. Um, We would love to see that. Um, as always, if you love the podcast, please share it out as we grow the community. Um, you can rate, review, subscribe, um, all the fun things and let me know what you want to hear more of on the podcast. I'm excited to bring you new content each and every week until then keep on loving who you are, owning who you are, trusting who you are. Those will help you define who you are each and every day. You guys have an amazing week and we will talk soon.
1: This podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network, better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com.
0: We will see you on the next episode.